1: Hey guys, it's Allie and Bonnie with the Hollywood Life podcast. We have some exciting celebrity news to chat about. Um, it's definitely was a bit of a slow weekend, um, but I am sure that things are going to start to pick up, especially as we head into Super Bowl uh, in the next two weeks. There's going to be a lot of celeb and fanfare there, so we are keeping our eye out. But in the meantime, I will introduce my co-host, Bonnie Fuller. Hi, Bonnie. Hey, Ali. But
0: listen, I didn't think it was that slow at all. There was a big wedding this weekend, and it wasn't a wedding that we expected. We knew it was coming, but not this weekend. And that was Mark Antony, married Nadia Ferreira, and she's a former Miss Universe. And this is the second Miss Universe that he's married. So he really likes Miss Universes.
1: I know. So she's Miss Universe Paraguay, which is actually a different... Uh, pageant than the Miss Universe pageant that we all know. So he was married to like the Miss Universe, but then he also, now this marriage is to Nadia Ferreira, who's Miss Universe Paraguay. So she's like the like Miss USA of Paraguay, it makes her essentially. Um, so- Anyway, she, she's
0: gorgeous. She, of gorgeous. she is gorgeous. She is gorgeous.
1: Um, she's young. She's like 23, 24. He's 53. Yeah. uh He's fifty-four and she's 23 She's twenty-three, so, so right. it's so definitely more than a
0: thirty big, years.
1: Big age difference, but they got engaged back in May. Something that really surprised me was that David Beckham was his best man.
0: Yeah, like, who knew
1: who knew that they were best friends. Yeah, well, the Beckhams have spent
0: a lot of time in Miami, and Mark Mark is based there, but yeah what's the connection maybe mark is a huge soccer fan maybe that's how they got to know each other
1: but then wouldn't you you know it's not like david played for any of these like latin teams where mark would be like rooting for it like his roots are there and so that that was really surprising to me um but also apparently like superstar set at a list um Wedding. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda was there. Louise Fonsi was there, and apparently, like a bunch of Latin American presidents were in attendance.
0: Wow, that uh, is were, that's yeah. a lot. That's big names like Lin Manuel Miranda. Again, who knew? And I these- know.
1: Like, I wonder if celebs I just like send invites to like all other celebs. Something that was really interesting that just came in though, Bonnie, was that Leah Remini was there, and that is J Lo's. Supposed to be JLo's best friend, but Leo well, wasn't at friends. JLo's wedding. J Lo she skipped J Lo's wedding and now she's at J Lo's ex's wedding. That's a little weird.
0: Yeah. But you know, it's hard to judge on the J Lo wedding part because she didn't have a ton of friends there. So, you know, even though they're close, we weren't able to identify, you know, many friends at all. She was most, it was mostly family. So it could have just been that it was a very overall a very small wedding for J-Lo, but maybe she did get friendly with Mark when Jennifer, like Jennifer was actually his longest lasting wife.
1: Right, right. All those
0: other marriages have only lasted two or three years. So J-Lo, I I think about six or seven years. So they could become friends and, you know, Jennifer and Mark have maintained a friendly relationship. So you know, it could have all been cool. But what was most noteworthy to me was the fact that their child, Emmy, was definitely not there. And there are some reports that Max, her twin, was also not there at the wedding yeah. of their father.
1: Yes, I saw that the twins were not there. Um, and neither were his two kids with Diana Torres, who's the other Miss Universe that he had been married to. But his two kids... Um, From i believe i guess it was his first marriage were were there or his yeah from his first marriage
0: i I think i thought you see and i thought dana uh torres was his first marriage and then jennifer and then he subsequently had two it's very confusing there's a lot of marriage
1: he had a lot of wives okay christian and ryan the sons he shares with dianara torres who's the universe um were there and okay. Then, so those are his
0: yeah, oldest kids. Yes.
1: and then Aubrey and Chase, I think it's is are the other two that were not there, and Emmy and Max were not there. So that's interesting as well. I mean, yeah, it really sounds like they planned this wedding pretty quickly, like May to J- January is like, you know, not not too long of an engagement by any means to plan a wedding. Yeah,
0: but she managed to have like a go- a gorgeous custom kind of lace applique gown and mm-hmm. and they it wasn't too soon for Lynn Manuel Miranda. Well event.
1: yeah so true <laughs> to like put it on his calendar. Presidents
0: so, of other countries to come. I
1: know. I know. So okay the the children so Debbie Rosado was his other um his a girlfriend that he shares the two kids with. So they weren't there and uh and Emmy and Max also weren't but I mean, happy for them. We saw that J-Lo sent them flowers. Uh, yeah. So that was nice. I mean, maybe they were invited and just couldn't come because J-Lo's uh, sh- uh, shotgun wedding movie is was coming out this weekend. So maybe they just had some prior engagements.
0: I don't know. They were out. The reason that we know that Emmy for sure wasn't there is there were photographs of going to the movies with um, J-Lo and Ben and Serafina that was the same, I guess, the same day, um, as the actual wedding. So (laughs) I, yeah, it didn't seem like there was something else that was really big going on. Uh, so there must've been some other reason.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I mean, obviously Jennifer has full custody. The kids are always with her. So I I'm sure that they know their father, and spend good time with him. And he and JLo seem to be on great terms, but maybe it just wasn't necessarily like a priority to be there.
0: Well, listen, some kids, especially when they're teens, just hate going to those kind of events.
1: Yeah. You probably I wonder if they've some... even met her, you know? Well, I'm sure that they've
0: met their dad's new now wife, but I mean, teens... It's just a drag like who wants to fly across the country and have to be with all these people that they don't really know and, you know, get all dressed up. Teens can can hate that kind of thing. So I can understand that. And maybe Mark was like, "Ah, oh, whatever, you know, don't come. We'll we'll, you know, we'll hang out or we're already hanging out a lot. So, you know, I can more see that as that there's any real rift. Um, so it was, I also have been hearing that Jennifer was just fine with his new wife. Like she's cool with it because all that JLo really cares about is that whoever Mark is dating or is married to is just very good to Max and Emmy.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the best type of co-parenting that you can ask for. I'm sure. Um, I feel like Jennifer Garner was the same when it came to. Ben and Jen as well. Um but moving on to um the GMA3 the the former GMA3 hosts uh TJ Holmes and Amy Roback, because they're seeming a little unfazed by their by their like uh-huh. ultimate firing from yeah, their totally. major TV roles. What do you think about that Bonnie especially as like somebody who knows the media well, who knows just the way things work? Uh, what are your thoughts on the situation?
0: Well, it can't have been a surprise for them. They were in intense mediation. And I think that going in, they knew that it was going to be a tough negotiation mediation. And yeah, they were out um this weekend. Uh, not just like not being low key at all. They were caught by a photographer making it out in public and you know, talking excitedly and holding hands, and Amy jumped into TJ's arms it like was out so in public. Performative.
1: Like, like yeah. it was like they, I honestly feel like they've called the paparazzi on themselves to like perform for them. Like, it was so much. And just after they literally got fired, I thought it was so unprofessional and so inappropriate.
0: Well, it was making a statement. It's really making a statement. I agree. It seemed as if they had no problem. Whether or not they called, we never know if somebody you know calls the paparazzi, but they've been followed by paparazzi and they had to know that there'd be cameras on them in public for the next little while. So they're certainly not trying to hide their feelings. I think that they're making a statement that they've chosen each other over Their positions that this romance is so important to them, their relationship is so important to them that they will find they will move on with their careers in other ways. You know, that they that that is less important to them than their relationship.
1: So, interestingly, like right when the news broke that they were having an affair, ABC execs said that they weren't doing anything that was against company. Rules. I mean, they were at equal status. It wasn't like a kind of me too situation where one was in a much higher position than the other. Power,
0: oh, yeah, the power, power exactly. Was not, um, exactly un- was fine.
1: So, what do you think? Kind of was the reason why they needed to like let them go. Do you think? Well,
2: that-
1: go
0: ahead. I don't. There, there's been a lot out in the press. Um, you know, we could not substantiate any of these things, so we have not printed them in Hollywood Life, but there was a lot out about alleged affairs, other affairs that TJ had with other people at the network, and that some were younger and in lesser positions, some of the women, and, you know, that, so it seems to me that that played a factor.
1: Do you think from a media standpoint, though, um there just was no way, in my opinion, from like a media, like work standpoint, there was just no way that they would be able to return to their roles without this being, without this hanging over their heads. Like they could talk all about the news and the weather and Putin and, and, you know, Biden and this and that. And like, nobody would care because all they would be thinking about is their affair. Like it just, I think it like muddied the, like their Credibility when it came. Well, to but the
0: thing that is, idea. I thought I do think there's there's something different here because, like I said, we don't know what else went on that could have been a factor. But you have on MSNBC um Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski, who True. are co-anchors, were co-anchors for years. There were, you know, always kind of there were some rumors because they seem to have such great chemistry on the show. But both separated from their spouses. And it wasn't until the separations were public and further along that the two of them got at least publicly came together. I think in this case, you know, and you didn't see them ever photographed in kind of in, in PDA situation. Yeah. And I think at, that at the they office they kept they it got- really down low.
1: I think that they hid it until they got married also. They like secretly got married and then announced it.
0: Yeah, I can't remember that part. I think that we knew that they were happy. Or like maybe like dating.
1: shortly before. It was pretty, yeah. It was,
0: yeah, it wasn't that long before you knew that there was a romance and then they were married. So right. I think that played a factor in, but mainly that they got their divorces. Like there wasn't, there was no no pictures, right. It wasn't messy. There was no, like it was under the radar. I think this, the problem happened because it was discovered by the press. It was discovered and it was discovered with photographs and there was nobody knew what was the status of their marriages.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So I think, like, beyond all, like, the rumors and stuff that, that, you know, we saw on, like, Page Six and TMZ, et cetera, about TJ and Amy um, and other allegations about them, I think it was the fact that, ultimately, they would not be credi- credible news reporters anymore on this show. But it was very interesting to me to see them out and about. And, Bonnie, I think you're so right about that. They were trying to make a statement. They were doing it was purposeful for
2: sure
0: that they were okay with what happened. But you see, I do disagree with you a bit because I think that the viewers, um, you know, after, let's say a week, would have stopped talking about it or thinking about it and just been reacting to them as if they're regular hosts. Like, I don't I don't think it would have been this ongoing distraction for months you know we don't know what the culture is there we don't know how they interacted with other people and whether whatever they were doing were making people uncomfortable it seemed that um you know a lot of people a lot of again this is all rumors but so much leaked out on this like there were so many people behind the scenes just chatting away to to press and You know, it seemed like about half of the people that worked, like had a working relationship were really supportive of them and half weren't. So Mm -hmm. that alone, you know, creates issues.
1: Yeah. Well, and speaking of um, some issues, some drama, all the things, there's a lot coming out of Pamela Anderson's memoir, which drops today, January 31st called Love Pamela. Yes, and um, there is so much coming out. She's done a lot of the morning news shows. She's done Howard Stern. She opened up about a lot of things. She said she gained twenty five pounds while writing this memoir. Um, Bonnie, like, what are your what are your thoughts on some things coming out about this? I was especially surprised when she said that Paramount wanted her to do the uh, Baywatch movie for free. Yeah, for free. Yeah. That was pretty shocking.
0: Yeah, really shocking and ultimately she did it for free. Yeah, I don't understand why she got devalued so much in in her work and makes me wonder like, you know, who is she working with professionally? Because it's understandable. She talked about how the first season of Baywatch after she had been a Playboy cover uh, model that she only got $1,500 per episode. And by the end of the series, she was getting 300,000 per episode, which is, hey, more like it because she was a huge star of the show, but that she didn't get any money from the Barbie doll that was licensed with her likeness. But, you know, you can't just do that. So I I wonder, you know, about who is representing her. Like, she just didn't seem to... Have somebody really overseeing who was really experienced or something overseeing her career because I still don't. Yeah, I I mean, listen, we know that people get exploited all the time. Yeah, but I think there's but that's like really extreme. Like,
1: I, you would hear about that years and years ago. Yeah, especially somebody like that's Pam Anderson, like you're an, yeah, Pam Anderson. Yeah, not an up and comer in 2017. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's very odd, but, you know, I'm really glad that she's taken charge finally of her narrative because she talks about that in her book about how the whole Pam and Tommy sex tape, that it just took on a life of its own. It was stolen that she, but there were still tons of these rumors that she and Tommy were in on it and making money on it. And that no matter what she did, that people believed that and didn't believe the truth about it being stolen and about the legal fights that they were having to try and stop it from being you know, published and sold. And, and so I think finally, she's getting the last word on this right. and getting to set the truth straight.
1: Right. Because she did have such a problem when Pam and Tommy came out um, that when Lily James um, played her and that was about their sex tape. And she, you know, it still wasn't the right story. It still wasn't her story. Tommy Lee has had his moment with his various uh, documentaries and a Netflix series on Motley Crue. And, uh, you know, I think that she wanted to wait for all of that to come out. So then she could really have her own moment. Um, something else that I thought was very interesting was when she opened up about her marriage to kid rock, which we talked about, um, on the site because that was after her relationship with Tommy and, um, so she kind of had that same, you know, and, and if you watch Pam and Tommy, she does corroborate this, that they just really had this like immediate reaction and like love and connection with each other that they got married super quickly um, and super and free. Kid rock? Uh, no, her, her and Tommy.
0: Right. Her and Tommy were known for that.
1: Yes. And so she felt that that's just what, how love was. And so upon meeting Kid, they had a connection. And so she just jumped into it again because she thought, you know, from Tommy, that was like what it was. And she said, she told Howard Stern that she knew the moment that she married him that it it was wrong. Uh, And so they were married for a year and then they divorced. But um, it was was definitely very interesting. She's been married uh, several times and has just not necessarily been able to get it right no
0: and she's a lot of her marriages were super short like her marriage to john peters the producer yeah was a twelve days
1: <laughs> yeah and then this last one with the bodyguard was like
0: oh yeah two months yeah. yeah and she was married to another guy rick uh what was his name rick he was kind of like a manager type around hollywood that one only lasted a couple months too so she really has not had the best of judgment before marrying guys but Tommy, I remember that Tommy Lee so um, you know so clearly because it was such a shock. They got married on a vacation after four days, like mm-hmm. of meeting each other. Mm-hmm. and then they got married in this wedding on the beach. And I think I was surprised it even lasted as long as it did and that they got had two kids, okay. like that they yeah. really fell in love, but you know, she said he was the love of her life despite the fact that it crashed and burned
1: crashed and burned. Do you remember covering that, um, like whole situation?
0: The marriage. Yeah. I remember covering it. Um, man, like I, I can't remember though, if I was, I don't think I was at us weekly. It happened before that, but I do remember, you know, in the monthly magazines, a glamour and Cosmo covering it and, it did seem as though it was like Romeo and Juliet, you know, that it was this intense attraction, and they fell madly in love, and it could be uh, one of those special love at first sight things that that people like have,
1: out. right?
0: Yeah, and listen, they do sometimes that works out. Um, remember, you and I interviewed oh, an actress whose parents got married in a dare. Remember, they were, oh, out for, yeah. they were out with their, uh, their co workers and their co workers dared them to get married and they yeah. did.
1: That and the marriage lasted up. like until the guy died, like 30 years later. I know. I remember that. Oh my gosh, who was that that we talked to? But yeah, sometimes that happens.
0: Yeah. But, you know, I do like, I remember that, you know, the tremendous interest that readers had. In Pamela Anderson and how she was an icon, and it, there's just her opening the door now to let us know how she was exploited. I I feel it's just really revealing because I, mm-hmm. as an on the outside, it seemed like she was in control and
2: mm-hmm. that she
0: was going to make lots of money from her career,
1: right. Well, it'll be interesting to read the full book since we've only yeah. got snippets. And as you know, with Prince Harry, we got a lot of snippets from him and there was even more in the book. So excited to read that. Um, and then our final topic today, we want to talk about Giselle Bunchen and Tom Brady, a little update uh, post-football season for him. Uh, his Buccaneers lost in the playoffs and Giselle is getting back into her supermodeling career. Uh, I'm really happy for her. I feel like she put that aside to kind of yeah, raise the kids while Tom, you know, lived out his dream. And I think that that was probably a big point of contention in their marriage. And I think that like the her biggest flex is that when you look up her net worth and you look up Tom's net worth, Giselle is higher than him and she always has. Yep. Her. So, yeah. um, yep, she returned for a sexy photo shoot in Miami while Tom was hanging out with her kids.
0: Yeah, well, listen- you know, he's doing what he felt that he missed out on, which was spending enough time on his kids. I mean, he's demonstrated all along that he loves his kids, like his three kids, and that he's been a devoted dad, but he didn't get enough time to be with them with the NFL schedule. And Giselle is is proving like she, you know, word was she really wanted to rediscover herself and put herself first after being a wife and running this family. And as a family like that, it's like you're a corporation together like you have and tom talked about you know his eating regimen and his workout regimen and if he didn't do that there's no way he would have been playing football at 45 and so you can imagine how that dominated their lives just you know having to physically take care of him in such peak condition and kind of work your all family's life around him So, hey, yeah, she's living her best life again, modeling in this gorgeous new campaign.
1: Well, I think, like, I agree with you, Bonnie, but at the same time as what you said, you were like, oh, yeah, like, Tom gets to spend time with his kids, which is what he always wanted. That's why he was retiring. And then he backpedaled on his entire family to return to football. So, like, she could have reinvented herself while still being married to him. That was the plan. And then he he decided to like deprioritize them again. So like, I don't know if like, like, I'm sure that she would much rather still be married and be living out her like modeling career again. But he like kind of said like F you to my family, but like, it's great. He's spending time with his kids again, but now he's like forced to because of like a lawyer put a schedule on him to co-parent, you know? Like I wouldn't give him like all the pats on the back.
0: Well, listen, when you are married, like if you look at who's married to um, NFL players. Well, listen, there are examples of of NFL players who have wives with big careers. Like look at Ciara and and Russell Wilson, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's got an enormous career and so does he. And they're working it out. But we don't, we can't, we don't know. No one ever who's outside of marriage truly knows on what goes inside a marriage. And- I will also
1: say, just when you say that, Tom Brady has 10 years on Russell Wilson. Tom Brady's
2: 45. Russell
1: Wilson is 34 years old. Very different. He is not in, you know, in training all day, in bed by six, PT in the morning, full vegan. Like he doesn't have to do that yet. And by the time he does, he's going to retire because Russell Wilson is going to put his family first because he's shown that he has done that. Well, that's a good point is the age difference.
0: Yes. Yes. But also, as I said, you don't know what goes on within a marriage and what the compromises are, the demands, but you look at most NFL players, they're not married to wives that have got a huge separate career. And that probably is because it's just so demanding just to be married to them.
1: Yes, it's full. It's like, as when, even though like people feel like the seasons are all, you know, you're, you're off, you're not, they have summer training throughout the summer. If they're not training, they're getting in shape to be training. They're in the facility every day. I mean, I, my, I have a friend married to a coach and it's not fun. I have a friend married to another coach too. I mean, too, it's, it's not. You're home. It's their
0: lives. It's it. That's their lives. It's and all. They have consumed. to travel.
1: They're never home. They have to travel every single weekend, whether it's to the game or there. Blah blah blah. It's
0: yeah. And there's women throwing themselves at them all the time too.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, so there's
0: never true. any rumors in that sense with Tom and Giselle
1: because Tom literally is a married to football. Like there wouldn't be any affairs because he doesn't have time. He didn't have time for his kids or his wife, let alone affairs. Honestly. That's why it's like, it's so a Like that's why Tristan Thompson's so bad at basketball because he isn't focused.
0: Mm, yeah. I think you do have to be super focused to really stay at a top level. And also listen, when you're younger, you can not get a full night's sleep. You can yes. drink and whatever you want to do with party and still be able to keep up. Not, yeah, not when you're getting up and you mid 30s
1: 50 he's five years away from 50 oh Allie, don't say that 50 no. is the end of life <laughs> it's not but you shouldn't be getting hit by other men that feels every time like 400 pound offensive linemen every weekend when you're 50
0: yeah well i might say, say you get shouldn't get hit by those that guys. period you shouldn't do that period right but-
1: they say when you get hit by those guys like when they get hit like that it's like being in a in a car accident that's yeah. how it that's that's what those hits are like 45
0: well being i think it's bad time. i think it's bad for any of them but that aside um yes i think that's it's really tough to sustain that for years and years and years yeah. you know let alone the potential for brain damage if yeah. you're hitting your head
1: i just well, am sad that like they're that like tom is being for is like forced to be a better dad because they got divorced I guess that's like what makes me kind of sad but I guess that's like the wake-up call you needed I don't know
0: I don't know but listen he is whether or not he spent enough time with his kids there's plenty of fathers in other professions and like all kinds of other lines of work that don't spend enough time with their kids I mean, women carry the burden overall. We know that, especially with housework as well as the kids and childcare. Yeah. In general, in our society, women carry the burden. So, I mean, I don't, he still though is, is a loving father. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important. And, you know, so if he is getting to, if he is spending more time with his kids, we all, it's good to get a chance if you haven't been there to try and make up for it. So at least he's doing that and he's not running around True. and partying oh already and oh,
1: like, uh like out with them. all
0: kinds of women. Like he is putting his kids first.
1: Right. And like sending them with a nanny and stuff. He is. Yeah. Well, oh, so that's listen, right. we've
0: got Grammys coming up this weekend. Oh
1: yeah, Grammys too. I said Super yeah. Bowl, but Grammys. Yeah. Grammys, Super Bowl. We have um like Lots of award season. I'm excited for Rihanna performing at the Super Bowl. That's um, going
0: to be amazing.
1: She's going to be so good. Um, And finally, as always, what we do, Bonnie, is there anything that you're watching or reading or uh, taking in this week that you want to share?
0: Okay. Well, I am watching The Last of Us. Which, oh, you are? Do you yeah. recommend? Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I think that you hesitant. should
0: watch. Pardon? <laughs>
1: You seem hesitant.
0: Well, listen, I, I, there's a lot of series on right now about pandemics, like various different types of pandemics. Um, this one, I can't, like, I still am, am much more addict, like get addicted to things like Game of Thrones and House of Dragons. And I'm, you know, the end of the world type, um, series don't, drumming as much but everyone's watching it everyone's talking about it so if you kind of want to be part of the conversation I think it's good so I'm all I'm just like a little bit out on saying that it is my favorite show Mm -hmm. but the idea of it is really interesting the idea that fungi could um, evolve to actually infect us because Mm -hmm. I knew that about how they could infect certain insects and get them to behave like take over the insect's brains. So the idea of it is a really interesting idea. And I'm really interested in seeing where it goes.
2: Mm. So
0: I think it's worth trying.
2: Yeah.
1: It's based on a video game that this guy created about that fungus that like zombifies insects essentially. And he was like, what if it did that to humans? And so I saw that.
0: that there's so many, so many shows though about humans getting zombified in different ways. I
1: know. I like why is that like a thing that people <laughs> want to watch? I don't know. Like, I don't why know.
0: we just had a pandemic, it didn't zombify you. Like, I know it I was thinking
1: everything. about that too. I'm like, oof, I like trigger warning uh, we haven't <laughs> fully recovered from that. Um, but yeah. I, it does keep coming up. It's already been renewed for season two. So that might be next on my list, but I did just start, which is like really lighthearted and fun. Um, that nineties show. Yeah. I, still, I watched So it too. cute. So it my, we finished my fiance and I finished how I met your mother, which is always like our going to bed show. And so we started watching that seventies show like from the beginning and then during the day I will watch that 90s show um and we actually interviewed Callie Haverda um for Hollywood Life who plays Leia Foreman uh in the show so we have a fun interview photo shoot with her coming out um but it's really cute it's really feel good it like definitely links back to the old that 70s show um and, you know, Laura Pepperon's in it, Tover Grace, all of your original favorites. There's some Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis cameos. Um, so it's really cute. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, it is.
0: It is really cute. I I have to say, I turned it on. And before I knew it, we watched three episodes. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: very yeah. easy. I was going to say, like, very easy to watch, very feel yeah. good. Like it goes it's like by a po- so It's like
0: a box of popcorn. Once you start, yeah. you don't want to stop.
1: <laughs> exactly. You just like, it's so easy to click yeah. next episode, next episode, next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was a, a very good one that I recommend. That's like some my, I don't, my mom calls it ambient watching. It's just like yeah. the background.
0: Phrase. Yes. Okay, guys. Well, listen, you need to stay tuned though. Um, we've got a really interesting interview coming up.
1: Yes, we have um our interview with Trista and Ryan of the Bachelor franchise. They are celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary. Um, 20. Wait, Sorry. Don't age 20. them. 20? Yes, you're right. They're Talk about I, aging. Don't age themselves too, them. like with watching the bachelorette. Um, they are celebrating their 20th wedding anniversary and they're doing it in um a really fun way where they're getting uh healthy. They're working on their health, they are um and helping inspire others to do the same. So Bonnie and I chat with them. Uh so stay tuned for that fun convo. Well, we have got a
0: wonderful guest today and a friend of the show she has talked to us a few times before and it's just but she's got um you know really big milestone to for us all to discuss and she's also got some really great advice on how to stay healthy and looking as gorgeous and 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 fit and everything and energetic as she is so without further ado ado let me introduce Trista Sutter, welcome.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to see you again. Nice to meet
1: you, Allie. So good to see you. Um, and we're so excited to have you on and to talk about um your 20th year of marriage and how you and your husband Ryan um are kind of taking control of your health and your lives uh, this 20th year, you have some fun goals. So we're really excited to yeah. chat with you about it.
0: Yeah. You know, it is a huge milestone, uh, kind of in a, two ways, because it's always a huge milestone for any couple to reach 20 years of marriage and, you know, be together and happy and glowing. But you were also the very first bachelorette.
2: And yes.
0: as as the bachelorette who found true love on the show with Ryan, your, your husband, you're now the longest, uh, the longest successful bachelor nation couple. So everybody wants to know your secrets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, they wouldn't be a secret if I told you, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I think honestly for us, like, yes, it is a big milestone. and We're really excited. I think it's, it's, as it always has been that we try to prioritize our relationship. You know, we have two teenage kids and they are super busy and keep us um, going in a million different directions, but we still really try to prioritize our relationship because we feel like it's the foundation of our family and, and super important to, you know, continue, um, allowing our family to be together. Um, you know, it's crazy that we met on a reality show, but I actually (laughs) love that. I love that. You know, I have this whole family of, you know, bachelor nation, um, alumni, if you will, that I can call a friend, you know, I can call my friends and, um, go on vacations with and, um, you know, call if I'm having a bad day. So I just, I, I love that aspect of our relationship. And I'm really thankful to ABC and all the producers and Warner and, and everyone for helping me find my guy. Yeah. Well, and you have two kids, um, and now
1: they're kind of getting to the age, like they definitely are at the age where they could be watching the show. They could be fans of the show. Do you guys have like family Monday night, like bachelor nights?
2: Oh gosh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. My husband doesn't even watch. He okay. um it's my thing. Like I love watching the show. I think it brings back bad memories for him. You know, he had to watch his fiance on television kissing other guys. That's yeah. Not oh yeah. Fun. That's that um, is hard. He had a really hard time with it. And so I think that even though the show brought us together, it's still, you know, is a little strange for him. So I love watching the show. Like I said, it's like family to me. So I like watching my family, especially uh, watching love stories unfold. So I'll always be a fan as long as it's on. And Blake'sley, my daughter, she's 13. She has started. She started watching with me last season. Mm-hmm. Gabby and Rachel season. Uh, she knew Gabby from the Denver Bronco cheerleaders because Blakesley was a junior Denver Bronco cheerleader. So Aww. she wanted to kind of see her uh, story unfold. And we watched, I would say like maybe half of it together, but you know, life is just busy and she has a dance class pretty much every night of the week. So it's really hard to fit that kind of stuff in. Our son could care less. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, wants nothing on, to do with it. So on on the kids, though, I mean, now that they
0: really are old enough to understand about relationships and meeting people, yeah. and you know, people dating and stuff, like, how do they feel about the fact that their parents met on a TV show on a reality <laughs> show? And like, do, do they? You know
2: what? I wonder, but I would say I would guess that because they've grown up in a world where reality television is just part so common these days right so like when we when I grew up it wasn't like it was when the show actually happened it was shocking because you're like what are you kidding me people are going to meet on television how is that going to work um but it's part of their culture it's part of um American culture of of life these days. So I don't think it's like, Abnormal to them, yeah. honestly. Now, like the Bachelorettes and the Bachelor seems so
1: like mundane compared to like Married at First Sight and like Love Is right. Blind <laughs> and 90 Day <laughs> Fiance. You know, you're like the Bachelor and Bachelorettes a very normal way to meet somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Isn't that funny how it has totally changed? Right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Right. Whereas you know, 20 years ago, it's like wow, like you're meeting
2: your you know husband on a TV show. It's like. This is really right. normal. Totally, <laughs> that's yeah. so funny. I think it is. I think it is part of normal culture these days. So it's yeah. crazy to even say now, that, have, but it is. Have they ever
0: watched your actual season to see Mummy kissing other guys?
2: <laughs> so Blakesley has watched some of it, but no, they haven't seen. They, she's watched little tidbits. You know, I think things that are on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that we watched a little bit when they did the, um, the favorite season, like throwback, it was during COVID and Chris was sitting in his office, you know, um, so we watched little, little tidbits of it, but they haven't sat down and actually watched it. And I'm fine with that. And I know Ryan is too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cool. teenagers, right. It would be like, it's gross enough when you see your own parents kiss.
2: Right. But to yeah, see your
0: mom
1: kiss other people would probably. No, be, that's weird.
2: Yeah. I
1: know. <laughs> um, and also too I mean it, it but it is so cool to just like have the moment captured on camera of you meeting the love of your life like that is yes. something that is so cool and I do remember like when I was like a pre-teen and teen like my friends and I even to this day like passing around the stories about like how our parents met like it's always such like a
2: yes. cool story to pass around and so it's cool that you yeah. have it on camera to like look totally back totally agree Totally agree. And actually this season, I don't remember who said it, but I know one of the girls um at the, you know, the first show, she was like, "How cool would that be to be able to show my kids, you know?" And this is our you love do, story, like you how we your fall wedding
0: alive. like your wedding was on TV too?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So have yep. they
0: watched that? Cuz that would be so cool to watch your parents' wedding. Oh,
2: so. We have seen um we have seen that, but you have to remember that My wedding is on VHS tapes, so (laughs) we don't have a VCR
1: anymore. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And that will have been 20 years ago this year. Um, Are you doing anything special to celebrate the occasion? Um, We know, of course, that you're partnered with Purely Nutrition. Um, Are you guys going to do a big trip? Are you going to renew your vows? What are you thinking?
2: You know, it's funny. I was just talking about this, that Blakesley, my daughter was saying, mom, we should do something fun for it. Because when um, we celebrated 10 years, we did do a vow renewal here in Beaver Creek. It was just a smaller ceremony um, with, you know, family, close friends, and people who had been in our wedding. So I told her that maybe, maybe every 10 years we would do another vow renewal and she's always up for a beach vacation. So oh, yeah. I don't know if we can plan something to do you know to now we could change it to a a beach um we had a desert wedding uh you know in the mountains 10 year vow renewal and maybe we can head to the beach for 20 so um yeah possibly we haven't locked down anything but that's kind of on my radar
0: and is ryan still working for the fire department
2: he is yep he is still a firefighter um he is you know, going strong. He loves it. Wow. He loves being able to help people and comes home with lots of crazy stories. But um, yeah, still loves it.
0: And how is he feeling? Because he went through a period where he was really not feeling well and didn't have any energy, and he couldn't figure out. It took a long time to get a diagnosis, and I remember seeing on it, on social media that he he revealed that he was diagnosed with Lyme disease.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he is feeling good. uh, I think because of his diagnosis and the way he was feeling for a couple of years leading up to it. And even now still he has his bad moments, but that's why this partnership with really inspired is even more important to us because nutrition is a critical component of our health, you know, Mm -hmm. and wellness and just um, feeling good, even if you don't have Lyme disease to contend with. So, um, it's been really important for us to get on board, um, with a company like Purely Inspired and really talk about how it is authentic to who we are right now. We use their products every day. I make a smoothie for my family every day, put a little organic greens in there to get our greens. I use Healthy Beats Plus Every morning to be able to start the day off right and just get the goodness of beets without the mess. So, I feel like we are even more so than we used to prioritizing our health and wellness through nutrition. And thanks to Truly really Inspired, we're able to do that pretty easily.
0: Yeah, and is that it's um it's plant-based nutrition? Is that correct?
2: Purely it, yeah. It, it's just basically like, like protein powders, you know, um, that you can get, they're all powders. So the organic greens is like a teeny little scoop that you put in anything and you can't taste it. I use their collagen peptides. I'll put it in tea with honey, um, helps give me the biotin I need for my hair, skin and nails. And it's really dry up here. So that's super helpful. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's, it's so easy to, put into anything and get you the the greens and nutrients and nutrition that you need every day, especially as a busy mom. I feel like my kids are always on the go. So if I can sneak in, you know, a scoop of organic greens here or there, I, at least I know that I'm doing my part to, to give my, give my family, you know, nutrition that they need. Absolutely. Well, and I feel but, like too, in the last, uh, few years,
1: especially, when you know, in the midst of a pandemic, I definitely learned how important it was to almost like treat yourself with food, heal yourself with food. I remember I had gotten COVID like pre vaccines or anything. I was like, turmeric, ginger, you know, veggies, root veggies, all those like kind of healing foods that really make you feel better. And I know that um, Purely Inspired has like a turmeric uh, powder and things like that. So it's, yeah. it's, it's so important and it's nice that you guys are kind of sending that, that message, especially with something like Lyme. I mean, Bonnie, I know that you know firsthand how important it is not just to, you know, take the medicine you're given, but anti-inflammatory, kind of some like low FODMAP stuff.
0: Yeah, I had a yeah. really bad case of Lyme too. Fortunately, Did you? yes, it was very bad. I was in the hospital. I from it, but fortunately I got diagnosed.
2: Oh, right away. Right away. Yes. You got, an, you got on antibiotics. Did they see the, the, uh, bullet, the bullseye?
0: No, that's why I had no idea what was wrong with me. I just, oh, I got just it. had crazy symptoms. Um, I actually had energy. I was still working out, but I had things like double vision and then I got Bell's palsy oh, and goodness. then I got really terrible headaches. And so it, um, it manifested. And that's the thing about Lyme. That's so confusing. It manifests in everybody in a very different way. Yeah. And it can uh, get into
2: any, any, any place in your body and yes. then it will show up differently for everybody. Yeah. It is very confusing. And heartbreaking what people have to go through. It was heartbreaking watching Ryan um, struggling. You know, he's this really strong, agile, athletic guy, and when he's in bed all day, you know, um, really having a hard time even going to work. It was really hard.
1: Um, and where is he now with his recovery? I know you had
2: mentioned it briefly before, but is he like, he, he feels good. He has his off days, but he's doing, um, it's called bee venom therapy. He stings himself with honeybees. Mm. Um, I think every other day, uh, we have about 50 bees in our pantry right now. They live in a little house. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Really? You have bees um, but, that live inside your house. Yeah. They're in a little house in our pantry. Um, <laughs> and we learned about it from this company called the Heel Hive the woman who started the Heel Hive or this organization she had Lyme disease was i mean wheelchair bound hospitalized could not function and she started bee venom therapy and was cured and and it you know it's this ancient thing um, bee venom has been around forever um, and supposedly it attacks the spirocats that are like, can burrow into right any part of your body once you are exposed to, to Lyme. So we're like, you know what? He tried the nutrition, like actually just focusing on nutrition and supplements Yeah, and it wasn't helping, um, a hundred percent. So he said, you know, what the heck let's, let's try it try anything, but yeah, yeah. I didn't try anything like that. I just had
0: serious antibiotics, but they worked.
2: Yeah. That's good. That's good. And it does help a lot of people. I know that much, especially if you treat it early, but we believe that he um, has been dealing with this for a very, very, very long time. So it wasn't like an acute um, reaction that he was having. It was I think it was, we believe it was chronic. We don't know this for sure, of course, but we believe it's chronic. So, uh, well, I'm glad
0: to hear that he's doing much better and that he's at work and enjoying work again and enjoying life with his family. And, but I've got to ask you because you just had a really big birthday, right?
2: I ago. did.
0: Wow,
1: <laughs> and You look amazing. Yeah, Aww, <laughs> Seriously, thanks. like what the heck? How? <laughs> what the heck are, mountain, are you doing? That mountain air? Yeah. yeah.
2: Mountain air, healthy beats plus, you know, all the things. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like as, as I've gotten older, I feel like I, I am prioritizing more taking care of myself in ways that I wasn't before especially when it comes to nutrition. I feel like it always came naturally or easy for me to just get to the gym, um, you know, do, you know, a couple weeks of workouts and feel really great. But now after having two kids and being 50, I just feel like it's a lot harder. I have I actually have to put a lot more effort into um, feeling good and looking good and all of those things. And Hey, I mean, my hairstylist is a magician, <laughs> love her. I love my aesthetician. You know, I, I am all for doing whatever it is that will help you feel good. And, uh, you know, about yourself. So, um, I, uh, I thank you for, um, for your compliments and yeah 50 has been crazy i <laughs> i cannot believe i'm 50 years old but um, well, but it feels it, good so i a good point in my life well, oh, what, what well, do you do
0: for workouts
2: um i'm really into interval training so i go to the gym at the west end down um, in our town and take classes there or just go work out on my own and just change it up every time I do something different, whether it's weights or I was a physical therapist, I say in a previous life. And so I, you know, I know a little bit about fitness and wellness, but, um, there's so many like Instagram accounts and apps and all the things. So, um, I feel like I, I just, I'd like to get to the gym and just change things up all the time. I love pickleball. I love playing tennis with my friends in the summers. Um, hiking with my family uh whatever I can fit in it's a little hard these days just because we're crazy busy but um but I try yep well and it sounds like yes it Blake's Blakesley yes. Blakesley yeah sorry it's hard no, <laughs> my mom's maiden name so, so many people are like why did you name her Blakesley I'm like it's my mother's maiden name I'm sorry but it might be hard for you but that's what we're naming That's her. Cool. I, I love it. Cool. I <laughs> love it. Blake's Lee. Um, and your son
1: Maxwell. Yep. Yes. He so you said that she is dancing a lot. Does Maxwell yep. is he following in Ryan's footsteps doing football?
2: Uh, where is he kind of right now? He is a hockey player, loves okay. hockey. He actually broke his collarbone in early December playing hockey, so he just went back last weekend was okay. his first game back. Um So he plays hockey. She is into competitive dance. She plays volleyball too, and he plays lacrosse too. But
1: nice. those are
2: their two main sports, and they're just you know they're just busy. Yeah, I, I just feel like a taxi a yep. lot of the time, which <laughs> is fine. But like um, a lot of parents. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> exactly. Now,
0: just um your thoughts on like there's since so many of the bachelor nation couples like don't make it to the altar but then there's also yeah. ones that do like um jp and i'm sorry i can't remember her name like i thought that they Ashley.
2: were actually actually and- i
0: thought they were going to make it for sure and you have these couples that seem like they're doing fine and then they split Why do you think that so many of them have, don't make it?
2: Um, I mean, Ashley and JP is hard because they were married for quite a long time. Yeah. I feel like it's just hard nowadays coming off of the show and dealing with social media. Like, honestly, I feel like there are pros and cons to social media, but, um, I feel like it is really, really difficult to deal with that. I mean- just the the hate that you get from really anyone um, because people feel comfortable sitting behind a screen and spewing whatever negativity they want, feeling like they can get away with it. That's really hard to deal with. It's hard to deal with being apart and seeing your partner, you know, getting to enjoy all these fun experiences without you. That was a really hard thing for Ryan. Um, and we didn't have social media, like we had message boards. So I just, I feel like social media is probably the downfall of a lot of couples, honestly, Mm -hmm. even in the real world, you know, not just reality show people, but I don't know. Yeah. There's pros and cons to it. I, I have a love hate relationship with it. Um, I just feel like it's really, it adds an an extra layer of difficulty to anyway. like
0: pressure like it's like having about a yes. zillion in in-laws that you are don't get along. right with. true okay. yeah that just
2: chime in with their opinions all the time <laughs> exactly. so funny I to
1: look. look at it like that um yeah. and plus like you said before how ryan like it's difficult for him to to watch your season back and like watch the show yeah. back that just watch back ha- and that time period has to just be really difficult when you're apart Beautiful. And you're yeah. seeing what everyone's saying. And it's like, you know, it's like any reality show when you watch it, the people watch it back and then they go into the next season and they're like pissed off about what everybody said about them in the confessionals. Um, right. You to get through, you have to be really, really secure.
2: Yes, very secure and have a very thick skin. And that's hard for people. You know, I think it's really hard, especially when you're in a brand new relationship that you want to succeed. Um, and you have all these external components. I don't know. I I think that definitely plays a huge role.
0: Do you have, um, and this will, I know you've got to go. So last question, like, are you in touch with some of the couples that have made it long-term, like Sean and Catherine? Because, you know, they're going strong. They
2: sure are. I love that. Um, I don't talk to them regularly, but if we saw them at an event, I'm sure we would, you know, pick up right where we left off. Um, I I was heartbroken to find out about Diana and Stephen. Not that they're like a bachelor bachelorette, but they met through the show, obviously. Um, I am. I I'm in love with Caitlin and Jason. They were just on my 50th birthday trip to sandals for a and and yeah, just the adore them. Caitlyn, especially, I just, she's, she's one of my closest friends from the show. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I stay in touch with as many people as I can, you know, just living my own normal life and then trying to fit everything else in, just like everyone else, you know, it's just hard to stay in touch.
0: Yes. Well, Trista, it's been so great to catch up with you. Congratulations on your 20 year anniversary with Ryan. You're an inspiration in many ways, in many ways, like romance, health. Um, Thanks for telling us about Purely Inspired and Living Healthy and what it can do for you. And we'll look forward to talking to you again in not too long.
2: Thank you, guys. It was a it was a pleasure. Thank you, Have Trista.
1: Bye, guys. Bye.
0: Bye. Botox Cosmetic, of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over twenty years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.